Hey, Chris Manning here from the Locked On Cast podcast. Coming up on today's show, we're going to talk all about Jared Allen. Last week, we talked about his extension a little bit, but today we're going to dive in deeper into how the Cavs can maximize him and develop him and embrace what he can be going forward. Today's episode is also brought to you by our friends at Rock Auto. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts a car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com and tell them that Locked On sent you. Evan, we're here today to talk about the Cleveland Cavaliers. Hello to all of our loyal listeners out there, our first-timers who are checking us out on WKYC or otherwise. I don't want to be that guy, what? but we usually always talk about the Cleveland Cavaliers five days a week. Anywhere you can find your podcast, if you're an Apple Podcast listener, please give us a five-star review if you can. We'll do a better job of reading those as the offseason goes along. But thank you for joining us. If this is your first time in video format at WKYC, like I said, we do this five days a week. We talk about the Cavs. We talk about Cleveland. We also talk about the NBA as a whole. But sorry, still your thunder there. You know it's okay. We're gonna today. We're gonna put on our proverbial afro wigs. I don't have one. I don't have enough hair to grow an afro. I don't want to culturally uh, appropriate you. people either. So I'm gonna also correct. My boot scoot and boogie my way around this one. <laughs> yes, we're gonna go, uh, two two notes before we get going. Number one, congratulations to Jordan Clarkson, Cleveland Cavaliers legend Jordan Clarkson, for winning the NBA Sixth Man of the Year. Okay, number, and then my second shout out. So there's a. I tweeted. You're not using Twitter right now, which is good for you. But uh, Machine Gun Kelly, who just won a Billboard Award, I, I get, which I guess is a thing, uh, posted a video to his Instagram of him playing basketball, and like he was, in, he's famously like not athletic. Like the videos of him playing in the, the the softball celebrity tournament at All Star Game in Cleveland are like hilarious because he was clearly just like a little a little out there, if you know what I'm saying, and mm-hmm. uh, was is not extremely athletic. But he can he he had like some like okay stuff like playing solo on a court, and uh, he he should be an absolute lock to play in the All Star Game in Cleveland next year. Is all I'm saying. Oh yeah, for sure. That um, can, Dan already that, has that, an existing. That's, sorry. Um, no, it's okay. I, I have a joke yeah. plan, but continue. Say so Dan already has an existing relationship with MGK. He used to take him to the draft lottery and stuff. Fun fact: kid I went to high school with was there the year they got the Anthony Bennett pick, which is always you know neato. Um, but yeah, no MGK just kind of feels like a, a, a shoe in for this. I hope they get Kid Cudi involved. I really do. Like that's that's on my wish list next year for the Cavs for the City Edition jerseys. Just do a Man on the Moon themed ones, and that'll be an instant cop for me. Like I'll buy the shirt, I'll buy the hoodie, I'll buy a jersey. Like one of my favorite albums of all time, and the purple and the orange and the white with black and like a moon theme would be fun. And the Cavs already play the beat to day and night when they're on offense sometimes. So why not just fully and, lean and into the, it? Well and. And the Scots was the intro song for, That's true. for much of the That's year. That's also true. The Kid Cudi portion of the song of the Scots from Travis Scott and Kid Cudi, a.k.a. Scott Mess Cudi, or Scott Mess Cudi, a.k.a. Kid Cudi. But Evan, let's talk about Jared Allen, whose name is not as Scott. So Jared Allen heads into restricted free into this year. Mm-hmm. Um, on an episode that we have dropping tomorrow that due to our timeline this week, we've already recorded, we ranked him in ter- both in terms of, um, well, as a teaser for what's coming, we ranked him both in terms of what he is now and then what he could be among the Cavs' young four guys. So that would be Garland, Sexton, Okoro, and, and Jared Allen. He's the one that is already at the point of getting that second contract, right? Like, And that is the nature of he came into the league very young. He played several years in Brooklyn before coming to Cleveland, and now he hits restricted for agency. Um, Evan, I just, I just want to I want to start here because I think just as a smaller being in this conversation, I think it's worth getting into. Some of the I wrote this long piece if you're the sort about this that people can check out in the show notes below if you're listening on Apple Podcasts or go to, if you're listening and watching a video, go to fearthesword.com. It's going to be on the homepage. 
I got some pushback of people saying like that he looked really disinterested for parts of last year, and uh, like we're we're kind of like poo-pooing what he is. And I, I personally didn't see that. I don't really th- v- read him as being disinterested. I view that as just like it's a weird situation. Um, I, I think I have, that more I have anything else. I have a counterpoint to that too. Um, okay. he, he wasn't disinterested. He was coming back from a concussion and clearly still had a few mm-hmm. cobwebs in his head too when he came back. He wasn't rushed. The Cavs are overtly cautious when it comes to their players' health and longevity. And in, especially in a lost season, there's no rush to bring back a player who you want to bring back in restricted free agency. And you don't want to be the team that compromises his ability to get top dollar no matter where he possibly ends up. But, um, yeah, I think it was just more of a concussion thing. And I also just think it's coupled with the fact that the Cavs are playing Damian Dotson and Colin Sexton and Isaac Okoro. And Isaac Okoro played well, but they were playing those three at point a lot when Darius went down for the season with an injury. So that's like Chris Fedor said this, and I agree with him. Uh, Surprise. Sometimes it happens, but the Cavs do need to address the backup point guard position. Yeah. And block us, Chris, if you're listening, but um, they, they do need to address the backup point position because if I was a big man who is a low usage center, who is highly efficient, I'd be frustrated too. If I wasn't getting easy looks from my uh, initiating guards, like, yeah, I, I think that's maybe people just reading too much into it, but I think it was a concussion. I think it was just the circumstances of who Jarrett was playing with. I don't think he was disinterested. Yeah, so think about where he came from before he comes to Cleveland. So in Brooklyn, he, you know, obviously there's the, the kind of back and forth between him and DeAndre as, as who's going to start there, but begin his career uh, under Kenny Atkinson playing on those Brooklyn teams that really were, were predicated on ball movement, that were predicated on smart actions, that were predicated on on trying to not make it a one-man show, and he was getting a lot of clean looks out of that, and he really developed nicely in that system under Atkinson with, you know, you know, Dinwiddie and, and D'Angelo Russell are good NBA players, but I wouldn't say either of them are, like, elite passers by any stretch of the imagination, right? Like, this was, these, this was not a team that I, I don't think either of those guys are as good of a passer as Darius is, frankly, and uh, we'll, we'll talk about Darius more in the show and his connection with Allen and what that could sort of promise here, but... I think you then he then he obviously is playing with uh, he gets the one sort of weird season where KD's out and Kyrie doesn't play much, but this year he starts the year and it's with KD and Kyrie and and James comes in in the trade and he's not there at that point obviously, but he then is sort of like put into a role to compete for a title and then he comes to the Cavs which is unlike both of those things and it is a rough transition he has never said this publicly it is a thing where I think it'd be hard for him to say it publicly you know it's one of those things where it's like. We were talking about this in relation to Kobe Altman. If he were to do a press conference, I would want to ask him very bluntly, like, hey, like, what? Do you, how much is Dan involved, really? How much is yeah. Grant involved from your perspective? And it's like, he may not give us a fully honest answer, but it's worth to ask those things, I think, on the record in public settings, et cetera. I think I'd be so nervous to hear what his answer is that a 23-year-old, how much involvement does a 23-year-old have in a multi-billion dollar organization like the Cavaliers? I don't, I, look, I, I, would, I, I, I would be, like, clutching my chest. I'm like... I, I, will, I will do it. I will take the phone calls that I will get. I'm waiting to Evan. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm waiting for, I've been throwing a lot out there that I'm hoping I get a phone call at some point. Cause I would just want to have one, but, um, never, just never wants, thought just, I'd say just, that just wants his phone call. That's all like, like the Joker and the dark Knight. So. Okay. Uh, we're done Full here. circle. Um, unbelievable. But, um, it's just like a tricky thing, and I think this season was just so weird, right? Like, I, I just think ultimately this season was so weird. He wasn't in the bubble. Like, mm-hmm. like there, there's just all these little things that I think really complicate um, oh, yeah. what Jarrett was sort of undergoing. And I, th- I think, like, even if you just look at, like, some of the lineup data, like, so if you look at, like, the minutes he played at center, like, th- the quality of the lineups in terms of their plus-minus 
are there's not a ton of possessions for one like his most is 276 possessions which is not a lot but like he the numbers between like the lineups that are that are good for these metrics and numbers that are bad you vacillate so heavily they are just like all over the place and it's like i don't know what to make of this there's not a linear thing here for me to to sort of navigate like there's not anything in the in the in the numbers where i'm like okay like i, I can suss this out and figure it out it's sort of just like i don't really know what to make of it all in a lot of ways yeah it's it's odd it's hard to figure out like you said he went from a great situation in brooklyn because even before james harden was there the deaths were pretty good on paper i mean like all offense no defense and they're playing a little bit better on defense but i think <clears throat> i'm gonna stand by my stance that the nets are going to boat race the eastern conference even though milwaukee is gobsmacking the heat as we record this but um Jarrett had the benefit of playing with Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant, who naturally just make the team better. And this is just something I'm saying as well. Jarrett's also just not one of those players. The Cavs have a nice collection of young pieces, and Jarrett falls into that, but they do not have a player that raises their ceiling completely or makes everyone around them wholeheartedly. But like Darius makes the team better with his playmaking, but he doesn't have such an impact because you can't rely on him to stay healthy. Um, that's where my hangup is there with Darius. But um, yeah, it's just hard to peg because he's in two entirely different situations because the Nets are playing for something and the Cavs were trying to play for something and then they realized they're out of it and they gave up. Well, not gave up, but they kind of scaled things back and focused on next season and this upcoming off season. All right, before we go into our break here, um, yes or no, you are, just so we can couch this opinion and then move on to the next part of it. I am very much... This is a guy that, like, there's the debate on how much did you pay centers. I, I think it's a very reasonable debate. I would very much pay Jared Allen. I think he's good enough. I think he can bet on his upside. I, I don't know exactly the number I'm willing to go to. I think over $100 million and using one of those five-year slots would be um, maybe a little rich for my for my blood there. But I, I think he's worth locking in into your core. And the Cavs have said as much. They're not transparent about anything. They were transparent about this when, in the last time Kobe Allman talked to, to us schlups in the media. Um, but Evan, do you do you have a take on uh, on whether where you're at on Allen and in this kind of sense? Oh, I love Allen. I liked him a lot in Brooklyn. He's a player I always admired. He has been a lot of what I thought he would be with Cleveland, and he's been really good. But uh, I pause. Let's say Cleveland gets the second pick and they take Evan Mobley, and maybe you have Evan Mobley as a center. I think then you try and trade Jarrett, or because I don't think he'd wouldn't want to come off the bench again, especially to a rookie. Um, then you just move on. The Cavs no, get no, some no, more no, assets, no, no, no. So yeah. Um, it that how they would handle that I think would be quite interesting and I, w- I would like to see how they might um, approach that in some regards. But Evan, it's time to pay some bills here on the lot for Lockdown Cabs. And first, we have a new sponsor, and that is our friends at Lucy. So, Lucy has been researched and developed for three years to be made for people, not patients. They've created an, a nicotine, a great nicotine gum with four milligrams of nicotine that comes in three flavors. Wintergreen, cinnamon, and pomegranate. They also have a lozenge with four milligrams of nicotine that comes in three flavors: cherry ice, citrus, and mint. Lucy lozenges and gums are FSA and HSA eligible, so you can use your FSA card to purchase Lucy now. And it's convenient and discreet. Products can be joined anywhere, on flights, at work, on the go, or even at the gym. It's 2021, folks. Get rid of your cigarettes, unplug your vape, get rid of that disgusting dip. And get some Lucy nicotine gum or lozenges. This is the real deal. A subscription to Lucy comes directly to your door each month. It's so simple, and you don't even have to leave your house because Lucy has delivery down. 
Lucy Lodge and again are also FSA and HSA eligible, so you can pre-spend tax dollars on them. Locked on NBA Network listeners, go to lucy.co and use promo code Locked on NBA to get 20% off all products on your first order, including gum or lozenges. That's lucy.co and use promo code Locked on NBA at checkout. Also, I have to give this disclaimer. Warning. This product contains nicotine derived from tobacco. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Lucy.co, and be sure to use that promo code LOCKEDONNBA. And if you want to go pick up some Lucy and your car is looking a little rough, might want to check out our friends at Rock Auto as well. Price, or sorry, chain, steers have different, chain stores have different price tiers for professional mechanics and do-it-yourselfers. RockAuto.com's prices are the same for everybody and are reliably low. RockAuto.com always offers the lowest prices possible rather than changing prices based on what the market will bear like airlines do. RockAuto.com is for everybody and does not require membership or account login. RockAuto.com is a family business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. Go to RockAuto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything from engine control modules to brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, new carpet, you name it. Whether it's for your classic or daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. Best of all, prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low and the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. Why spend up to twice as much for the same parts? Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Right locked on in their how-did-you-hear-about-us box so they know that we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Check them out today at rockauto.com. All right, Evan, let's dive further into Jared Allen here. Um, Chris Manning, Evan Dammel here from the Locked On Cast podcast. So, Evan, I, I came up with two two different comps for him in terms of the system. Mm-hmm. One is Utah and Rudy Gobert, and the other is Atlanta Clint Capella. I think the Capella one is a much more realistic, more accurate scenario. Here's why. Number one, Rudy Gobert, for all the jokes we can make about him, and, you know, blah, 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 whatever you want to do. Oh, there's plenty. I could... There, this could be the Evan Dameral stand-up hour, like Jordan Clarkson. He used to do stand-up in Cleveland, right? Uh, he played with a punk band in oh, Cleveland. Punk band. I thought he did stand-up as Much, well. He may be. Jordan Clarkson, a man of many talents. He's a renaissance um, Very man. cool guy. Can't do the fits. I don't quite get with the like, like you know. But that's also I'm not extremely fashionable, so whatever. No, I mean, anyway. neither am I. Homage pays me to wear this, so I appreciate their support. But if you want to check it out, use LOCavs20 at their store and get a 20% off your next order but anyways you're um an, you're, you're an incredible you're really just such an influencer it's unbelievable um the instagram next you're gonna posts just are coming soon fun. baby yeah next it's gonna just be posts at like the the mgk coffee shop with the pink it's gonna be like your only location you're taking photos i know anyway. i made it when my cat is an influencer and i don't have to i can get that fancy litter at target that tells me everything that's wrong with him and i know there's a lot wrong with him because 2 a.m. is his demon hours, so let's get back on track. Okay, yeah, I, enough about your cat. Um, Atlanta made a jump from 28th in defense in 2019-20 all the way up to 17th for the year in 2019-20. Mm-hmm. From March 1st to the end of the regular season, and March 1st is important because that's when Nate McMillan took over for Lloyd Pierce, they were 11th in defense. And then talking to Brad Rowland from Lockdown Hawks about this and, and um, just watching a bunch of tape and talking to some other people, the thing you come to realize is that Atlanta was basically like, hey, Clint Capella, you're going to clean up a lot of our mistakes. You are going to like be the guy that we center in the middle of our defense. For every minute you're on the floor, you're, you know, you're going to 
protect the dunker spot. You're going to protect the lane. When when teams run pick and roll at you, you're going to be tasked with marking two guys who can maybe stay home, stay home and shooters. It is a little less conservative than what Utah did, which is basically like no gambling, no trying to get steals, just basically trying to funnel everything to Gobert. But in terms of like how you build the defense, and you need to, and again, like you can quibble with like how is this going to be switchable in the playoffs? Like, is this something that is malleable enough to get us there? You need to walk before you can run and have to worry about that stuff. Like, let's like build the defense that is better than 25th on the year. And you can say, oh, they were really good at the beginning of the year. Oh, they had really good stretches. The Cavs for the year finished 25th in defensive rating when you factor out garbage time. That is a bad defense. That is a bottom that, of the league defense. That feels like a per- that feels like a personal attack. Because I said exactly it's not, that on Monday's I, episode, so ouch, my it's, feelings it's not, are no, hurt. It, no, 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 it's not about you. It's about like this idea that people are like, like JB. You know it's a thing. Who I am? I got scout with Brian Band, Chris. I can do the same to you. <laughs> it's been a week since you broke my brain. You just did it, but <laughs> you you look at um, you look at this, and it's like there is a path to building something around Jared Allen, and I don't know if you can get to like. 11th that feels like a little high for me unless like you get like there there are some ways that could happen and we can talk about those maybe that's another episode or whatever but i think if jb bickerstaff's mantra is you know assuming like he's going to get time to build this out which is another factor we should talk about like jb is a guy that wants to play defense first and the, the way you're going to build defense with this team is okay jared allen is by far our best interior defensive player Every minute he's on the floor, this is our scheme. He's going to block shots. He's going to alter shots at the rim. He's going to maybe not deter guys in the way that Gobert does sometimes, but he can make their life a lot harder and be really smart and make an impact on on the amount of perimeter players that are coming at him. A, a stat that I found about Jared Allen that I found, frankly, crazy is that he's seven, last year with the Cavs, 70, in the 75th percentile of a blocker, which means he's blocking shots better than 70, at a higher rate than 75% of the bigs in the league. He's also in the 99th percentile in foul rate, which means he's fouling centers, not committing fouls, basically, at it in the top 1% of players. So, like, if you attack him, he's almost never committing a foul. That is extremely, extremely useful if you're going to have a guy that's going to get a lot of guys running at the rim, trying to dunk on him, trying to get layups. And he and that's a, as a guy who tries to block everything, Jared Allen doesn't, like, shy away from, like, and play Olay or, like, try to do, like, the Andre Drummond, like, let like let you go by and then try to chase you down. He's going to meet you at the rim and try to block your shot, and he doesn't foul. And that's really, really important. I, I think I want to see the Cavs, like, embrace what he is, and I want to take it as far as it can. That's If I'm J.B. Bickerstaff, that's how I'm building this defense. In training camp, over the summer, and, and talking to the guys and everything, and when you get into the preseason, you get into regular season, you're building that foundation around Jared Allen, and you're going from there. And when you say that the foundation, so people don't get up in arms and start blowing you up, your menchies, because I'm off social and it's bliss. But um, you say foundation, you mean the defensive identity of this team. You obviously don't mean offensive, right? Right. Like Jared, Jared is a limited offensive player. Like Jared yeah. is functionally like a specialist in offense in a lot of ways. Like he catches lobs. He has a little juice. Um, if you feed him like a in a he's, pick and roll where he has to kind of do something himself, the he, Cavs hoped Andre Drummond could have been, and Andre Drummond was none of those things. Jared Allen is like better than Andre Drummond, and it's. Oh. I don't think it's. I frankly just. I. It's not close to me. Um. um somebody yeah, like, sent it, me a, like, a, tw- a screenshot of a tweet. I think it was Harrison Fagan or one of the Lakers folks who said like, "Oh no, Andre Drummond was on the floor during the altercation. He's got to be suspended oh, for a yeah, game." Yeah, yeah, and they yeah. photoshopped Some, like Drummond like, yeah, tripping did, on I, there. Am- amazing that that has just like soured completely already. Who could who could we? I told Anthony Irwin this not when we talked. I talked to him on, on Locked on Lakers when he hosted it, but. 
like I, I look at this and it's like I think you can just like define your defensive identity through what Jared Allen does, and I if agree. he can be what you, what you think he can be, he makes everyone's life easier. Mm-hmm. And then there's variables that you can throw out there. It's like Isaac Okoro could be a much much better on ball defender than anyone Utah has, and that anyone that Atlanta has. He could be extremely high end, and then Colin Sexton can be this guy that like if he, if you can take his energy and you can take his pretty good wingspan for his position, and maybe let him like go for some steals and generate some fast breaks. There's little wrinkles you can throw in with your personnel that I think you can build something really, really good on, on the defensive. And there are questions um, in terms of the roster, in terms of like how patient this Cavs team is going to be. But th- there, there's a way to do this correctly. And I, I, I think that J- Allen's so key to that. I would, Evan, I'm, I'm very on board. We talked about this last Friday. It, whenever they start talking about a deal, I'm sure there's some like you know they they've talked about it some already that that's that that's how this works. Mm-hmm. I would I would be trying to lock him up before free agency starts. Normally we would say July 1st, but like obviously that's not the case this year. I'd be locking him up but the, as soon as you possibly can come to a deal that both sides like, sign it. And I, I don't think there, there's there's the realistic framework for these deals are not something I think you're really going to regret. No, it's not going to be anything you regret at all. And if you're a betting man. You should use our friends at betonline.ag, especially if you want to bet on the free agency odds of some of our players. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Baseball season is in full swing, and you can track all the action at BetOnline. Get all the latest news, odds, and info for your sporting needs, including the MLB, NBA, NHL, and all of your UFC MMA action. Before the next pitch, head over to BetOnline on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and contest information. Do not sit on the sidelines anymore, as this is your chance to get into the game as teams prep for their runs to the playoffs. So, head to their website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts and the exclusive betting partner of the Locked On Podcast Network. And I'm a fool and I forgot to mention, to get that 50% welcome bonus, you have to use the promo code Locked On. And honestly, folks, you're missing out. So check them out today at Bet Online. All right, Evan. Let's uh, let's finish up here. Let's. I, I want to ask you this: What what if you had to? I've laid out this plan here, right? I've laid out. Mm-hmm. Okay, you signed Jared Allen to the six to a new contract. I thought you said you a six. Embrace what like, he. Excuse me, sir. You were not on five. But you're not six. Up. Yeah, let's rip Dan it Gilbert, up. Just Dan Gilbert, use your massive amounts of money to just break the CBA. To quote um, another Cleveland sports legend, let's wreck this league. <laughs> I did, well I did, I did it right there. I, I did the thing. <sighs> that guy did that. That guy does not like Cleveland, Ohio. Let me tell you. Um, uh, a lot of people don't. Don't like go, it, Evan. So Evan, when mutual. you go on your little, when you go on your break after this week, after this episode, um, or Wednesday's episode, I should say, don't go any swans. Okay, I don't want to see any picture of you like in Vegas on a swan drinking champagne. Nah, nah, nah. I'm, I'm good. Anyways, to okay, pick so, back up so where we I've, left I've off. Laid this, I've, laid, I've laid this out. I just want to know, what, what concerns do you have about this? In terms of, like, Jared Allen, you make him your defensive anchor, you make him, you build around him. What concerns in terms of how the Cavs exist, what moves they could make? I mean, what what kind of potential downfalls do you think this has? Because I think it's worth to explore that other side a little bit. Uh, I mean, a lot of your argument is solid, I think, and you and I are on the same page about a lot of this, too, where if you do extend him and keep him in-house and you make him, like, the focal point of your defensive identity it makes everyone around him better too and it makes everyone's life easier too and like kevin love could very well be here next year and he's going to be a negative on defense so jared's going to probably have his hands full a little bit but i think taking a page out of atlanta's book is probably more realistic than it is utah because like you said utah is more conservative surprise when it comes to their defensive identities but um 
I think it will make the team better mm. for sure, but there is some just I know the engagement stuff, you and I agree it's a little overblown, but you do want to keep Jarrett engaged, especially if you're paying him top dollar on the offensive side of the ball. So he isn't a negative asset where he's only useful on one end of the floor. So I think there's just a lot of roster and personnel moves the Cavs need to do to kind of address that as well to keep Jarrett engaged on both ends. Like, yeah, he's going to be expending a lot of energy on defense, but he's probably going to expect some touches every now and then on offense too. He's not a post player, but a lot of threat pick and roll. Like Darius is great for that, but if you pull Darius and you like, run it with Colin it's going to get frustrating it's going to get a little tired after a while I know people like have their heart set on TJ McConnell and hey defensively that could be pretty fun too if you have like McConnell Okoro and um Allen just kind of working as a threesome there and then you uh throw in some maybe some like I don't know Dean Wade not Dean Wade's excuse me goodness gracious Lamar Stevens or somebody like that this is another tertiary defensive option like that'd be fun too but like the downfalls for me just more so fall on offense like you want to keep Allen engaged. You want to keep him entertained. You don't want to keep him thinking like, okay, they're paying me this much money. They, I have it. There's a certain expectation when it comes with that too. But um, I don't know. But they get weird with it too, and they draft Evan Mobley, and you keep Allen super engaged because I don't think any team could score. If you had a front court of Evan Mobley at the four and Jared Allen at the five, like no team is scoring in the paint or at the rim on the Cavs. Like they, they will because there's going to be rookie mistakes, but they're going to well, have a very assuming, hard time doing assuming it. You, assuming you view Mobley as a four, right? I kind of like do that, right that would, now. I think he needs to add a little bulk. Um, he gives me I think Jared also, I think Jared, Jared, I think Jared also needs like 10 pounds of muscle. Yeah. Jared's very lanky because I remember we talked about this. He said Nurkic is just like sturdier than a brick, you know what? And I'm like, he's not that much bigger than Jared. And I look up their weight differences. There's like a 50, 60 pound weight difference between Yusuf Nurkic and Jared Allen. And so, yeah, Jared could bulk up a little bit too. Yeah. I think, like, just some muscle to withstand, yeah. like, the brunt of drives. And, like, also just, like, you know, if you if you get to a spot where you have to defend Joel Embiid in the post, if you have to defend, mm-hmm. um, you know, Kat Jokic, like, any of these guys that have a little bit, like, even in division, if you want to look at, like, Sabonis, or if you want to look at, like, having to defend, if you Turner have to guard Giannis for a stretch. Giannis, yeah. yeah, Miles Turner. Um, even someone like Isaiah Stewart has, like, some bulk to him. I think, like, you want... Ooh. Um, Jared to like add some some muscle, like maybe eat some eat some beef stew, so we can then defend beef stew. Um, here are my two concerns. Here are my two big ones. Number one, I, the Cavs are not a patient organization. Okay, that's that's a key Utah, thing too. I always forget about so that. So Utah, so you, <laughs> I, I I the moment Evan and I started working together, I can I remind, I was like Evan, this this team is insane, and you're just gonna have to deal with it. And he's like, oh, this is really fun. And then like I just totally ruined it for him, but. Um, I, so I, I extremely that, apologize for that. But you were you opened my third eye. You are my Kyrie Irving to my uh, I don't know. Anyway, so Friend. the cat the, the way <laughs> the way Utah um, built itself out is like it took Quinn Snyder years to re- like it took Gobert time to grow and like work with the coaches they had. But like, and I think JJ um, Antonio Lang was the guy there. So like. Now Kevin's no, coaching connection. That's there. Alex Jensen was the big key piece. And oh yes, 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 yes. But yeah, Lang, Lang was there. And Deshaun Jack, I, 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 I closely the follow well. former Canton Charge coaches that are now assistants and Jensen and Fernandez. Come on, yes. please. Um, and I, I think Deshaun Ajop is also like a big man skills coach for the Jazz. I think he mistaken. is too. So there, there's a lot yeah. of Cleveland connections there. Well, but but the but the point is that like Utah's ownership and front office has been willing to be patient and like they built this out and they made the moves they needed to. Like you know you go from the point guards they had before, and you get Rubio, you get and then you go from Rubio to Mike Conley. And even if Mike Conley is not apex Mike Conley anymore and he's a little small, a la what the Cavs kind of have. 
like him and Mitchell, like just being small, not from the same caliber of player. Like they put someone really smart who's defending the point of attack a lot of the time. And then all of their wings are really smart. Like yep. even someone like Jordan Clarkson is bought into that scheme and like it works that way, right? And then if you go to Atlanta, like Nate McMillan made a really big coaching difference, but like they also had personnel and they drilled that in and et cetera. But it takes time to really build these things. And are, like, like I, I think I'm not saying like JB deserves like unlimited runway. I don't even think Kobe Altman deserves unlimited runway. I can show him how to use Zoom, frankly, too. If you'd like, if you'd like me to show him how to install Zoom on his computer, um, might have to, you know, whatever. Shout, or teams, shout, shout teams. to uh, friend of the pod, Burban Joe Collar. Um, apparently, Kobe uses Skype. <laughs> That's Skype, the problem. Yeah, ama- yeah, amazing stuff. Skype's like, ugh. anyway, um, you need to let this stuff like grow and. Mm-hmm take time especially when jared allen is like 23 years old and like your rest of your team is extremely young and like you're gonna have this is gonna be your first like real that's my biggest hang-up is like Cavs fans are like oh why are the Cavs gonna pay this jared allen so much money when like yodas valanciunas gets paid 16 17 million and like steven adams got offered that much money i'm like my counter argument is Jared Allen's twenty three. Dude, let's well, he's chill also out. Better than, he's like he's much better, better than both than of those Steven two. Adams. Yeah, he's better than Steven Adams. He's yeah. better than Valanciunas. Um, but they're like 27, 20. They're our age. Like Jared is twenty three. Yes, he's seasoned because he's been in the NBA for four or five years. But let's pump the brakes a little bit here. There's a reason the Cavs are paying him that much because of upside too. Yeah. The other and then the other concern that I have, and we've talked about this a lot. It's like, I just wonder what Kevin Love with the four is providing you in defense. And I'm not going to sit here and, like, overly say that he, he is bad on defense. I think there is a version of this of this setup. And the numbers actually bear out that, that Love was Love and Allen uh, were pretty good together um, on offense and defense. If Love is willing to rebound and, like, compete and, like, not be a total liability and make Jared cover for his guy as well as, like, everything else going on, like in terms of like not just like just all the time not just like a random bailout or something like that you can really do something here where J- where kevin could really help with the rebounding and, and kick-starting your offense going the other way and then jared can like run the middle of the floor and be get into the dunker spot get in position for a lob there's stuff you can do there the problem is like is kevin going to be that i i don't know if we you can lock that in that he's going to be that guy it's just his age his his the way he's, he's sort of played like, so that, like that's just a, that's just a big concern meant, for me i mean you could sell him on the upside of him playing alongside Jared Allen and it being a good match on paper. Like you said, there is statistical data that says that they do work together offensively and defensively, but Kevin Love is also mentally checked out with Cleveland as well. So that's where my problem is, is like, yeah, yeah. you can tell so him all this stuff, can, but Kevin can Love can just bring like him in is, cruise. Is, yeah. Yeah. Like is JB Bickerstaff going to be able to bring him in uh, from our, from cleaning the glass, the Cavs, Look, the, these numbers aren't good. Um, they were negative 12 per hundred possessions uh, together on the four last year. Defense gave up 116.9 overall. But the two most common lineups with Kevin Love and Jared Allen on the floor. First one is Garland, Sexton, Okoro, Love, and Allen. That had a defensive rating of 102.9 um, in 173 possessions. And the second most common one, Garland, Okoro, Osman, Love, and Allen had a defensive rating of 108.4. That is above... We get in the 60 percentile of, of Cavs lineups. So that's pretty solid. Um, the rebounding rates with when those guys on the floor are uh, p- like pretty good. Like, like there's there's a there's a path there that it could really work. Mm-hmm. The problem is like, are you going to get the Kevin you need, or are you better off like playing Torian Prince there? Are you better off bumping a core to play there? Can you play Dean Larry Wade Nance. there more? Lamar Stevens, like Larry Nance, like like you have options. And the like, Kevin is certainly I think like has a presence and a name in a 
offensive skill set that is more valuable than what those guys provide, even if he's not Apex Kevin Love anymore. But they need they need more of him than I think he's provided, and I think that's like a real real concern. And we had an episode with Katie Heindel on where we talked about Kevin Love, and like I, I wonder if the Rubicon is already we've already crossed that point. We will have to wait and see. I think we should definitely put a pin in this conversation and pick it up again closer to when the actual offseason begins in late July, early August. But oh yes, I have one. I have one prediction for you. Okay. Just one. I'm going to ask you to make a prediction on the spot here. Oh, okay. What what is a rough contract you you think would make sense for Allen to resign with the Cavs? Whether he goes in RFA, whether he doesn't. Four years, eighty eight million. I would do that. I would go up to, yeah, I would go up to maybe ninety even. I think. I'd give him a slight pay bump because he's going to be with a rebuilding team. I know Cavs fans and Justin Rowan, the official voice of the professional point podcast of the Cleveland Cavaliers thinks the Cavs will be a playoff team next year. I still don't see it. So you got to incentivize and say, hey, you got to stay in Cleveland long term. And also, you're going to be the losing team. Front load the contract, have it go on a gradual decline like they do with all their contracts. But I'd say four years, $88 million, but you could bump it up to 92. It's, it's, it's not my money. If Dan Gilbert wants to pay Jared Allen an extra 500000 a year over four years, it's, by all means, go ahead. Yeah, and it will be, it will be interesting to see sort of um, what the market for him sort of looks like. I mean, I I will see what the cap situation looks like for teams. We'll see what other stuff kind of looks like. But like you look at teams that could theoretically need centers that could get cap space: Charlotte, Sacramento. Um, wow, you know, they're they're. There's a former Charlotte, Cleveland Charlotte. Cavaliers big man who's going to be available for the vet men now. So <laughs> there's going to be a Shanghai couple. Sharks legend 150 points a game in china for dre um but like there, there are teams that like he could be that he, i think could be of, of, of intrigue with him and yeah it, um, it's it, toronto it, it san antonio charlotte those teams all make sense Char- charlotte charlotte is the one that i think like really jumps oh, out charlotte and lomelo would be so or sorry not charlotte and mellow jared and lomelo would be so much fun together in the pick and roll and just, <laughs> it would be very a, good it would be very very good for for jared allen uh oh, to play with sure. but it's also i think a good for go look at the video that's in my the the clip kind of package i made in the in the article i wrote that the, some of the darius garland passes jared allen are just like spicy r- really really good stuff from from uh darius garland but evan that's going to be it we're going to get out of here uh we have a mailbag episode coming up tomorrow we've already recorded it so no need to send in questions but we'll be doing more of those over the off season and then Please. thursday friday danny danny cunningham from through the sword from east Panic at 50 is going to be co-hosting with me um as evan takes a little bit of a break and we'll be doing a locker room on thursday as well that i think i think jordan zerm is gonna is gonna co-pilot that sucker with me so stay tuned for that but as we get out of here i want to remind you to check out the locked on today podcast as well get all the sports news you need in under 20 minutes with the locked on today podcast host peter bukowski updates you and all the latest news in every major sport with the help of our local experts follow the locked on today podcast on the odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. Odyssey, by the way, is spelled A-U-D-A-C-Y.